Hi, I'm Muriel. And I'm Nick. And after five years, we're retiring. Hella in your 30s. To celebrate the glorious end, we'll be unlocking the final few episodes of Hella from our Patreon. Uh, The whole back catalog episodes are going to exist for you on all your free podcast apps of choice. And we're going to be releasing one Hella style episode a month over at the Muriel's Murders Patreon. Plus... You can unlock 80-ish Patreon-exclusive Hella in your 30s for just $2 on the Hella Patreon. All of those links are in the show notes of this episode. And we will be continuing to release our true crime podcast, Muriel's Murders, for free each Wednesday. So you can check us out there. So we're going to be online until, until the internet blows up. We will be here for you. It's been an amazing journey. Yes. Please enjoy the show. I've been thinking about getting older And I've been worried about losing touch And it gets lonesome here in my feelings But then I listen to Nick and Muriel and I don't care so much Cause I know friends are lovely and I know that if we meet I'll say the same about you someday we all pass and the ones behind will raise a glass and they'll cheers and have a laugh looking back at what we used to do good to return to you (laughs) i'm just like imagining all of you guys with open arms my arms are open we're just like running towards each other in a field at sunset Uh, i missed you oh my god i'm so sorry (laughs) we're back we're healthy we're in la it's like you know life is is moving on one of our plants is growing a weird fern thing (laughs) our um cat is we're back with our cat the family is intact obviously the world has just gone through uh and it's still in the middle of just so many crazy events it was will smith slapped chris Rock <laughs> right before he won an oscar i know for best oscar for best actor uh, i mean come on man things are that was pretty wild. I wish, listen, we were going to do this really quick, but yeah. I wish that everyone could have been with us in our home. You were so upset. It was, it, I felt like the, I felt like the world had ended. You were like, I can't believe this I is just, happening. I was the like, there's fabric, actually like real things. I know. No, there's <laughs> literally a, a, a devastating, <laughs> tragic war going on and famine yeah. and just, you know, I mean, no, I know, I know, but there's just, I mean, we'll talk about this later. I also burst into tears sobbing in the middle of our vacation because we 
We're watching Interview with the Vampire. I mean, just who? I'm just saying anyone gets to be tipped over the edge for any reason these days. Okay, that's fair. That's Ex- really fair. Except for Will Smith shouldn't have been tipped over the edge enough to slap Chris Rock. Anyways. See, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, anyways, we're back. A lot has happened in this world. Um, it was really trippy to be going through our, you know, Mexican saga while Russia started invading Ukraine and just deal and just it was everything's been crazy. How are you guys? How is life? How are you? Are you happy? <laughs> are you good? You know, do you have a little salad to eat? <laughs> Whatever makes you right, you know? Um, we did leave off the last episode that we put out. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to our stuck in Mexico with COVID diaries on the main feed, I guess go listen to those two first before listening to this. But We did leave off the last episode saying like, well, now we got this new hotel room with great Wi-Fi where we can get a bunch of podcasting done and continue to put out episodes. And clearly that didn't work out at all. No, it didn't work out at all. Not on any level. We were able to, uh, we were like taken care of really, really well by my in-laws, your mother and father. Mm -hmm. And they helped us shepherd us through this like, situation where we were super super sick and then we like quarantined and we got out of the window of contagiousness, like, contagiousness yeah. but we wanted like we still were testing positive right it's like that that at the time i don't even know what it is now at the, yeah. C- the cdc guidelines are like if you're not symptomatic right but you're still testing positive if it's been x amount of days then you can go back to work right right and so like and you're not you're you're outside of the window of contagiousness so we were kind of following those guidelines, wearing masks, but keeping we, our distance from people. Right. So we wanted to find a place where we could, you know, that had a full kitchen. Yeah. So we could just kind of really separate, you know, not have to go out and eat every time. Right. Like, and have some space to spread out yeah. and do our podcast. Yeah. And so we went, I found this place. It was like totally affordable, really like had everything we needed right. had supposedly really strong wi-fi <laughs> yeah, and yeah. we show up basically like in the airbnb description yeah they just show you a unit that looks like there are windows and there's a view and there's a balcony with tables and chairs that's in the sunlight a hundred percent and what they had done is the whole like hotel is subterranean it's like inside the side of a mountain yeah and so you're literally in like dark hallways yeah with no not natural light but windows that lead out so i think they photoshopped sunlight coming into the windows the photos of the airbnb because you're in the apartment or the condo because it was like a condo building i guess or a spa it was really weird the whole like spa area was completely abandoned anyways you're in the condo yeah. space they had like a bar and it was abandoned it was very <laughs> it strange. was really weird but they had the whole condo space has windows and oh my gosh why wouldn't any place have windows and then they put us in the room and it does have windows the windows just lead to a hallway a dark unlit hallway and they have door they have chairs outside of the door as if it's a little patio space that's just in the hallway next to the elevator it's literally like if you sat out there and had your morning coffee people yeah. would think you're a psychopath <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like nobody's using those tables like the only way you would do that is if you were fighting and it was just like i just need some space Yeah, i'm going in the hall i mean there's another outdoor space where you can sit which was very nice they had a whole 
rooftop deck with a pool and tables and uh, a hot tub and all of that. And that was... That's what you're paying for. Right. And it's like, and it's open air. And yeah. so like it's, and it's, there's not very many people staying there. So it's yeah. really easy to kind of just make sure that there's some distance, but yeah. you're all outside. Yeah. And so that's where I did a lot of my work because it was so depressing in our troll cave. <laughs> <laughs> and the first night we went in there and we were like going to sleep and we were waking up and there's, I think he's like German. Yeah. This guy just screaming at the top of his At lungs. like 4 a.m. Like like in anger yeah and just like screaming 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 and it's not like this is like a super eight like it's not a super expensive place but it definitely is not the type of thing where you're like oh they're oh man you know this place is 15 dollars a night <laughs> yeah and no i mean it was basically luxury i mean as we got it on airbnb it was clearly the nicest looking place right but the price wasn't luxury yeah, that's yeah. like where you know yeah, like yeah, i was yeah. like wow this looks great and like <laughs> yeah. it's so affordable it's like whatever <laughs> like we just get there the washing machine was broken the uh fridge was leaking water everywhere the guy who gave us the water spilled it all over the ground i mean god bless him he actually did nothing wrong it really wasn't no that we but. We fell asleep and then there was a guy screaming and yeah. then I emailed the lady who rented us the condo who we never met. Yeah. And she was and we just were like, listen, all these appliances are broken and there's this guy who's screaming in the middle of the night. Yeah. And I was like, and there aren't any windows in our unit. Like, can we just get a different unit? Yeah. And she moved us to like a unit that also had no windows, yeah. had fixed appliances, but had broken Wi-Fi. <laughs> and her reason for agreeing to do that was like, uh, yeah, that's a problematic tenant we have. No, he said, she said he's angry. <laughs> I've talked to him, but he has a temper. And I was like, that's it? And I was yeah, like, right. am I going to run into him? Yeah. Like, do you have somebody, do you need to call the police? <laughs> yeah. She's like, tried to talk to him and can't. Because he's just like too much to handle for her. I know. So she's Maybe like, that's who he was screaming at at 4 a.m. No, he was. I think he was real wild. Yeah. By himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what was going on because yeah. it, it was in another language, but I, it was very. I it mean, it seemed violent. It seemed violent. And it seems like he was just mad. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe his fridge broke and all his food went bad. I mean, I, I'm. The, there's a precedent set for that, 100%. <laughs> so we get moved to the new room, and now the Wi-Fi is out. And the other thing that's happening while, while just all of this is going down is Madi, bless his soul, uh, uh, <laughs> was like, I can't look after your cat anymore, which is understandable. We were supposed yeah, to be gone for a week. At that point, we had already been gone for like 15 days, maybe, or and something. And we were still like not sure when we were going to be able to come fly back. Yeah. So it's fine. He agreed to do one thing, and we ended up needing a different thing. <laughs> I mean, I will say this. Yeah. Remember when we kicked off our last episode? Yeah. I oh, which happened to be called Going to Mexico BRB. Yeah, right. <laughs> With the, this is how, so we moved into the new room uh-huh. and then we find out we have no Wi-Fi. And this whole thing was supposed to be about research and like recording. Yeah, so without we were, Wi-Fi, it's yeah. like really, we're in a really tough spot, right. right? And so that's already stressful. We can't fly out right yet because we haven't had a, a negative COVID test yeah. yet. And we're stuck in this place with no windows. And then I talked to my brother and he's like, I had given him 
like a handful of things to do because he hasn't had an animal as an adult. On the last episode, he called us out for being like way too overbearing and overprotective and all that stuff, which we just laughed about on the episode. But the truth of it is, is we didn't give him that many instructions. I literally, I did not give him that many no, instructions He was completely tripping. And I was like, you can text me anytime. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like tripping really hard. And like all of this is in the context of him being like, I kind of want a foster cat. Yeah. I might want to adopt a dog. Right. And I was like, well, do you want to watch our cat? And he's like, I'm so excited. Yeah. I've got a place for him to stay. So we bring, you know, like we brought all of his stuff over there. Yeah. He didn't do anything I told him to do. Yeah. He was uh, like feeding him a bunch of like uh, human food. <laughs> he was like not feeding him like at, you know, at, he, he wasn't like locking him. Like you can totally put him away yeah. in a spare bedroom or a bathroom. Yeah. If you're like an important meeting or yeah. at night when right. he's what we call like bonging, like yeah. run around the house because cats do that. Yeah. It's not going to kill him. Like when we foster cats, yeah, they tell us like if you have a big closet or whatever, like yeah. a big, like it doesn't have to be that big or a spare bathroom. Yeah. Keep the cat in there for like, you know, five days a week. Yeah. Let it get adjusted. That's right. what we've been told. Yeah. So I was like, it's not a big deal if for right. part of the day you give him his litter box, his toys and his food and just move him into the bathroom or he's got this big walk-in closet. Yeah. I was like, Move him in there or put him over here. <laughs> he didn't do any of that. No. And then he lost his mind. Yeah. He was just well, like so he was like, Your cat is the worst cat. Yes. I don't know if you guys remember this, but his worst case scenario was if Bongo shredded his curtains. So we were like, okay, so let's just tie the curtains up, right? right? And he was like, okay, cool. So we left his house with the curtains way too high up for Bongo. Bongo to mess up and then I don't know what happened but he's like the bong you know your cat messed up my curtains he's like he destroyed my curtains I go I'm so sorry you know and then I was like <laughs> I go well first we had this huge fight and at the end I was like the cat is not bad yeah you we're back. <laughs> the only reason why you're having trouble with this cat is because of you. You created yeah. the situation. He's like wrestling him with his hands and then yeah. he bit him and he's like, he scratched my hand. And I'm like, then you're the idiot. Like yeah. all of this is your fault. Right. And then he's like, well, fine. And I go, we're going to find another place for him. And I was like, and just let me know how much you spent on cat food and I'll yeah. pay you back. And he goes, well, I don't care about the cat food, but you know, I really, I think that what you need to do is replace my curtains. <laughs> And then I said, fuck your curtains. <laughs> no, Mira goes, I just hear out fuck your curtains. I'm not paying for your curtains. I was like, I told you he's going to yeah. scratch them. We put them away for you. And then you put them out again. It's yeah. your fault. I don't care. He has yeah. these designer curtains. Then he gets compliments on our Zoom calls. Yeah, right. And I was just like, it's your fault. I'm not. And he was hella quiet. He was expecting <laughs> me to be like, you got it. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I was right. like, I'm sure they're expensive. It'll take me a while to pay you back, but let's get on a payment plan. <laughs> I We're just like fuck you. Shut it down so fast. I know that was a that was a lot. Uh, was your so dad like, was very proud of you. Your dad loved that story <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, I would totally be like, okay, I got you. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. Like my animal did this damage. Yeah. Except for I said the animal will scratch your curtains. You need to make sure that he can't reach them. Yeah. And then he said okay, and then he just totally like undid them and put them in the cat's reach. And yeah. I'm like, that's you, man. That's completely that's you. Weird. Just like that thing where the, I love that cartoon where like somebody's riding a bicycle and then they put the stick in their own spokes and then fall over and hurt their knee and blame someone else. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> I was like, that's it's not, <laughs> we're still fighting about it. And he's like, we're talking about birthday presents because yeah. their birthday birthdays are like right in the same week. Yeah. And he's like, 
what do you want for your birthday? And I, I was like, just don't get me anything. It doesn't matter. And he's like, well, don't get me anything. My my biggest present is you taking ca- the cat out of my house. And I was just <laughs> like, ah. <laughs> he's still. <laughs> I literally texted back, the cat's great. I just say, like, like, he's a great cat. He's a wonderful yeah, he's cat. He's literally the best cat. He's so patient and sweet and wonderful and he just will act insane if you act insane right so we were like what do we do with this cat Maddie's tripping and then i was talking to my cousin sam and he was helping me with something else because we were in mexico and couldn't access certain american He's websites best cousin he really ever. came he really came oh through God. and afterwards he was like okay well is there anything else you need you know because he could tell i was kind of stressed and there was just like logistics we were dealing with and whatever and I go, well, actually, yeah, right now you're about third on my list for rescuing our cat. I mean, I'm using the word rescue. That's dramatic. But I was like, you know, to pick up this cat from Muriel's brother. And he was like, oh, yeah. His daughter was like, you know, just that morning. I'm like, I want a kitten yeah. or whatever. And I was like, great. You're at the top of the list. Can you help us out? And he totally did. And it was it, it ended up being fine. But there was a moment here of like, we have to do something with our cat. And it was, I was, we were tired and watching interview with the vampire which is when kirsten dunce is like a child actor in yeah it. and tom cruise and brad pitt turn her into a vampire and they're trying to control her but she's too old to be controlled and but also too violent and deadly to like have her not be in control yeah. you know and i just just felt like i was losing control of my life and i just felt all i just it was just a will smith slapping chris rock moment <laughs> i was just like it's the end of the world and i just started like crying what like, part of the movie were you crying at i don't know when she dies no i don't even remember I, I literally was not movie. even paying attention <laughs> i was like barely paying attention to this i to the movie i was any little distraction i was getting up and going and doing something i went to the bathroom you're like you want me to pause i was like nah, i don't worry about i'm not into it i know whatever whatever i was like feeling like i didn't care about this movie at all and then i just was like i just was like you know in la i was getting my cholesterol under control (laughs) i felt like you know our podcast is crumbling i I had lost control of everything in my life we had just adopted this cat and it was fine it was like not in any kind of danger or anything but i felt like we had just made the decision to adopt this cat and that felt like kind of a thing and now like we can't even help our own kitten (laughs) kirsten dunce like can't be controlled why how can you expect to control anything in this world everything no it was just like i just broke down that was ridiculous so uh, it was very it was there was a period in there where we were just like well well this is great we're gonna get all this work done and we're in paradise and we're getting better and like whatever but it ended up just being like oh the wi-fi doesn't work oh we can't get any equipment oh (laughs) there's no windows this is literally an unpleasant horrible place to be and the guy keeps screaming and then like (laughs) you know i mean it was and the other thing about this place Uh uh-huh so what we didn't realize, like Google, <laughs> Google Maps. Okay. So the timeline of this, right, mm-hmm. is like we, I think we caught COVID in the airport. Yeah. We get sick about three days into this family vacation. Yeah. We had the best three days ever. It was so fun. And that I tested positive for COVID. Yeah. It started with a horrible headache, whatever, right? Yeah. So we've gone through this. So by the time we were done quarantining at the first place, yeah. we were already kind of like, you know, CDC guidelines, like, okay to yeah. move forward. But we wanted to, like, not take a cab, right? Yeah. Because we wanted to wait, 
we felt like it was too soon. So, and we were still really weak. So it's like, you can be not symptomatic, yeah. but like for us, like yeah. we were just like exhausted. Yeah. So it's like, you're just bodies recovering from, you know, having high fevers for a few days. Yeah. Right? And stressed and everything. Well, yeah. 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 But I mean, it, it just, I, I felt particularly beat up from yeah. getting COVID. I did too. So yeah. we were like, you know, we walked from yeah. one place to the other yeah. just to make sure, like, give ourselves a couple more buffer days. Yeah. And we got there and we were just like sweaty and like exhausted and whatever, like for yeah. the second place we went. And then we stayed there for a while until we were pretty much like, you know, ready to, to jet. And we decided, but we're still going to take a, uh, we're still going to walk between yeah. our place to the next place. Yeah. It's like 15 minutes. We're up for it. We've had a few more days to rest. And like, let's just hold off on the cabs because I just want to make sure we're not, you know, exposing someone in that yeah. tight space. Yeah. Right. And so it says it's 15 minutes. We get our suitcases. We have all of our stuff. And we start walking. And what Google Maps didn't do was tell us what the elevation was. <laughs> yeah. So this thing is like on top of like a sheer hill. Like it's a just... San Francisco style. <laughs> yeah. Mordor, whatever, way up there, <laughs> mountaintop place. We were walking and it took forever. And we were in some like weird spot where they're like the, we were doing rolly suitcases. And then mm -hmm. the like a sidewalk would go out and then yeah. it was just like construction and then yeah. we were in the middle of the road and then yeah. people were honking and we had to go back on the side <laughs> we get all the way up and then it's like on the top of this hill yeah and we were like i thought i was gonna pass out. i thought i was gonna pass out it was like yeah. 90 degrees we had yeah. no water yeah. we we're like walking up this hill <laughs> and we have all of our stuff on us and we just like walk up and we were sweating and just like obviously like exuding frustration. Yeah. And then this guy coming down the mountain was like, we all made the same mistake. Man. <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand what he meant, but yeah. there was a stupid entrance at the bottom of the stupid place. That right. That which the Airbnb thing didn't even mention <laughs> that there's actually a really easy way. You take an elevator down in the building and then it's just kind of like a quick staircase down to basically being in the heart of the romantic zone. Right. We walked like, I, we got to the top and I was like, I'm literally, I cannot leave this place again. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. were just like, we're not like, we're we're not symptomatic, but I'm still like not super strong. Yeah, we can't you know? go for it. Oh, let's go grab dinner at Nacho Daddy or something. <laughs> yeah, you know? like, we're not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, anyway. Well, <laughs> we, <laughs> it was we did, just so weird. We did discover there was an easier path. Uh, which uh, on a couple occasions you go out and there's enough wild dogs out there that you're like, I think we're still trapped in this yeah. building. Well, that was like, that was like a, a huge part of it. Yeah. They were just like wild dogs, like, like which in dogs. general, right. In general, the thing about Puerto Vallarta is that there are some dogs running around and they're sweet and they're nice. They're fine. But this felt different because it's kind of a secluded alleyway where there's, I mean, stairway where there's also just drug dealers hanging out all the time at the bottom of the stairs. Like actually all the time. All they're the time. fine. They don't want to say hi, but they're yeah. cool. Like they're And not. actually they would say what's up to me. They, they were, didn't they say were what's cool. up to me. Not was, to you, no. but they would to me. Yeah. And especially if I was alone, they'd be like, what's up? You know, they were, they were cool. Uh, but also that's where they are. And, but anyways, I didn't think they were that cool. No, no, no. I talked to them a bunch. No, don't yeah, no, no, no. We're, we're homies. They did not seem We like traded WhatsApps, you know? Yeah, they were not like, they were not like really chill drug dealers. Like there was definitely like a, a not really that chill energy coming out from that side. But if you don't bug them, they don't bug you, whatever. Yeah, right, right. But right, the right. dogs, 
One thing about dogs too yeah. is like when they run in packs like I that, know. I think you do kind of have to be a little more careful. Well, so there was like two or three, like a cluster of them. And they're big and it's night and there's no one else around and they're clearly looking for food. And I was just like, you know, they they didn't really exhibit any aggressive signs, but yeah. I was, I was just like, I'm, I, I'm not going to. I can't go. I have to go back. Like I'm, I'm not going to face these dogs. I have to walk past them right now. And I don't think it's that safe. I mean, we yeah. like we'll talk about it later. But I mean, like we definitely were hanging out with a Canadian couple who got attacked by a dog. Like, yeah, right. I, it, it's not like it doesn't happen. Yeah, totally. And then he's like, who? Like at that point, I'm like, is it worth it? Yeah. To like go down the stairs to get X, you know, it's just like, and then have to go to the hospital and get a tetanus shot. It's just yeah, like, 100% not. No, it's just like not worth it on yeah. any level. Yeah, <laughs> just right. like come back and we'll just sit and like watch. Interview the and start sobbing. <laughs> it was like all this weird energy to like, we ordered food. Yeah, we ordered Uber Eats or some other version of it, an international version. Right. And so we, and we ordered it from some place nearby and the guy just, it, it, the whole place is really inscrutable. Like, it's hard to tell where the entrance is. Yeah. It seems like it's really fancy. Yeah. And then you get inside and it's not that fancy. And it seems kind of exclusive, but it feels that way just because nobody's there to open the door. Yeah, and there's a big weird gate and you're like, is this the dress? And there's no sign it was just like the weirdest place it also for what it's worth i didn't realize this until yesterday is called corona vista (laughs) (laughs) should we should have taken that as a sign (laughs) it was just it was just dumb and then everybody had some sort of like there was a lot of weird energy and Mm -hmm. like like, (laughs) nick went upstairs what happened well we were fighting about what we were gonna eat and you were like let me order from this place and then i hate it when we order online because it takes too long to like i'm just like you know i i I never like ordering stuff online not that the food takes too long but the ordering process is just that's just my pet peeve you do it and it takes way too long and i hate (laughs) it so we're like but we couldn't go because the stupid dogs are trapping us i want to just like i want for the record to just reflect that nick hates ordering so i do it for us when we have to yeah and then he hates it when i do it yes this is true it's i'm not saying it's rational why were we fighting (laughs) the wrong side of history we were fighting because i was being as you I usually having, am horrible. No, and you're was, not usually horrible, but you were kind of having a meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had meltdowns going back and forth. Anyways, this was in the thick of it still. And so we're fighting about food. I'm stressed about whether or not this guy is coming to the either the unmarked gate that is the address or the unspoken of the dog real entrance, entrance the yeah. dog entrance the so i don't know dealers. so i'm going like <laughs> up and i'm getting text in spanish through this app that makes it seem like he's there you know and i couldn't find him and i was worried about this and then you because you didn't have wi-fi and we we're so submerged you didn't have cell phone service like i couldn't text you and you were the one getting it was just like stressful and then while i'm up there waiting i just hear these two dudes and he's just like Fuck you. I'm just hungry. You're the one who's getting on my nerves. All I want is food. Like, it wasn't the German dude screaming. These were two other completely like different dude. guys. Yeah. Completely different. And they're only one of them was screaming, but clearly at someone. And he was like, 
I don't care where you go. Just get the fuck out of here. Leave me alone. <laughs> like screaming. And then this other dude. Who, <laughs> I'm telling you, Viral. I know. I know. He was digging through the garbage. He's like a he's like a person with money who's like inside this facility renting one of the condos. And when we got there, he was digging through the garbage next to the pool in his like nice clothes. He's not like. Yeah. Like there was some sort of like definitely like they were a lot more successful digital nomads that <laughs> yeah. were clearly living there yeah, and yeah. like working there. So, you know? and one of them, uh, I had seen digging in the garbage, but then we finally get up and find the food. Muriel's like, I can't get any of your texts cause whatever. And then that guy starts digging in the garbage in front of us and the people are screaming. It was, we got, well, I just food. remember we were, wa- well, I didn't know. So I found you and we got yeah. the food and we came down and I, and I was like, the guy who was digging through the garbage was like, wow, crazy night. He yeah. did something like that. And I was like, yeah, I guess people were fighting up there. And Nick goes, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> I, like, I think he might have been one of those guys. <laughs> he like made me like, he was like, we have to go right now. Don't talk to him about how people are screaming. I think he's in on it. <laughs> I was like, did they throw his food away? I mean, we have no idea what was going on but that was the energy of that place and meanwhile we're still just like we got to get our podcast together and i try to go out and buy stupid equipment that is just like a complete failure so we're like okay well we're gonna have to keep doing it through the iphone which is also a whole set of headaches and stuff and send them to ryan so he can edit them together and like (sighs) sound was not working i mean it was a lot and we just had it was the funniest we have very different impressions of uh-huh. that time. Yeah. I think like for me in particular, I was stressed about like deadlines. So yeah. I was like trying to get this stuff done and I couldn't. And I was just like banging my head against a wall in this like yeah. subterranean apartment, like, <laughs> like Wi-Fi going out. I bought yeah. extra data and then yeah. like that was, you know, like kind of working, but mm-hmm. I was just like losing websites and everything was like trying to search American websites from Mexico is, yeah. is difficult. I kept not being able to translate things. Mm-hmm. And then like, it was just like such a headache. But the funniest thing was, was like, we've just been dreaming about how like the next project we do, or like this project would be traveling a travel podcast. Yeah, We were like, we want to go and like embed somewhere and like, talk about you know really get into what's going on that's also why i started sobbing at interview with the vampire because that was a whole other thing it was like our whole goal is to be digital nomads and be able to <laughs> podcast about our travels and do all this stuff and here we are at like this going through this really specific experience at a very specific place in time you know in a town that we have all this love for and like all this stuff you know it was like the it was you were giving like the opportunity we've always wanted handed it to to us on a platter right and we couldn't deliver on right. it i'm just sobbing person <laughs> dunce is still killing everyone they can't get her to stop <laughs> we were just like having i don't know man that was some pretty kind of crazy stuff oh and the other thing that happened yeah. was that <laughs> there was so much stuff that happened at the exact same time so like we felt we got swindled on this hotel even yeah. though it wasn't really like a super expensive hotel yeah. but it was just like they told us we had windows we didn't have windows. <laughs> yeah right and then the other thing that happened is when we were in our kind of second like sub quarantine hotel for uh-huh. a couple of days, the one that was closer, a uh, closer walk from our Airbnb. Yeah. We checked out and we told them what day we were checking out yeah. and they said, fine, that's fine. And 
we go to leave and all of our secondary credit cards, like the ones that we have in case our bags or wallet gets stolen, yeah. are in the safe and our passports. Right. So we put the stuff in the safe like the office safe. Right. So you go to the hotel and say, we don't have safes in your room, but, and they give us like this envelope and a, you fill out a form and you're like, but we'll hold your stuff in the safe down here. So we go to pick it up and they're like, Oh, my boss is gone. I can't give it to you. <laughs> yeah. So now we have to check out of a hotel with all our passports. Like now yeah. we can't, we can't fly back yet because <laughs> yeah, yeah. we need this negative <laughs> antigen test. And now our passports are now in a safe and they're just telling us we can't have it. Right. At a hotel that for different reasons had also ex- exuded shadiness. There was a the, bunch you know, of weird so stuff. So it was just there. like, now you guys have our passports. And, you know, I understand that it's really difficult and everyone's having staffing problems or whatever. And I'm not mad at the girls running the desk, but they clearly just didn't know what they were doing. Like they didn't know that, like the gravity of telling <laughs> two people, Oh, we can't give you your credit cards or your passports back. <laughs> like she's like, Oh yeah, my boss is gone. And we were just sitting there and I was like, what? Yeah. She's, she's like, like, she's out, he's out of town. He's visiting his mother. And she's like, see, he won't even, the phone doesn't even ring. Cause there's no service out there. And we're like, yeah, I understand. When's he coming back? He, I think it was like, then a few, like the, not even the, next day like yeah, two yeah. days later and she was like so i guess you'll just have to come back then yeah and then i was like okay well i'm not gonna leave without some sort of proof that you guys have <laughs> our stuff <laughs> like i don't know who you are i had never met her before some other girl told me it would be fine if we yeah. checked out early right and so i i was like can and she was trying to run our our credit card for the like she was trying to process the payment for the room without giving us a receipt. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So <laughs> I was like, I felt like such a, like a Karen. But yeah. at the same time, I was like, this is- Well, this is like the one thing you're supposed to protect is your passport and your credit cards when you do things and like I'm this. Not, it's like, you're going to run the credit card and not tell me what, what the final charge was. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, okay, so I need- <laughs> You to give me a receipt for whatever you're charging us for the room. Yeah. I need to see it yeah. and I need to sign for it. And she's like, oh, you're fine. We already just charged it. I was like, no, no, no. You need to give me a receipt. And I was like, and then I need you to write on a piece of paper. Yeah, your name. Your name. And the fact that you know that it's in the in the safe. The date. And I yeah. want you to sign it. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we'll just itemize what you have in the safe. Yeah. And she thought I was being like so over the top but i was like i don't know what else to yeah you know i don't know what else to do and then when we finally get back there because the boss is back then the teenager working behind the desk bless her bless her bless her just also yeah Yeah. just also doesn't realize the gravity of the situation and she's not communicating with me at all so she just disappears and then comes back and i'm like is it happening? Where's our passports? And she just like won't answer any of my questions. And it's just like, I don't know, 10 minutes go by. We just stood there. And then, and, and then finally people- the, the boss comes out and like hands us our stuff. Like we're being shady. It was so wild. Like yeah. the safe is, we can see the safe from where we were standing. She didn't know where our stuff was. It's a different girl. She actually didn't even know they had a safe. Actually, <laughs> and we that's were like, what it was. So this is something that I have. Yeah. Like, we need to get our stuff back. Yeah. And then they were like all hanging out in the back office, and people kept coming back and forth, and no one was making eye contact with us, yeah. and nobody said anything. Like in the most shady way, where it's like clearly something is wrong, and no one is communicating. Like that to I us think yet. they took it out, and I think they 
what I think happened uh, is that the boss took it out or someone took it out for the boss yeah. and then stuck it somewhere in the yeah. back office and they couldn't find it because it was like coming from a different spot. Whatever yeah. happened, somehow some we got it back, but it was like, it felt like they had lost it. Yeah. And I was like, right. we, I definitely got to the point where I was like, okay, so now... <laughs> yeah. I was like, go do to I the call embassy? the police? <laughs> like, what do we do? <laughs> yeah. We've got to cancel all our cards. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and we have this like antigen test issue. It was just like, what? So like that was happening. Mm-hmm. The cat was happening. The podcast was a failure. This <laughs> German guy was screaming. We're still testing positive. <laughs> I know. It was just like, whatever. So we had this period of time where we yeah. were like, we shouldn't be. I felt like it was very dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning that like I think I think it felt whiny. Well, we were <laughs> like fighting also. Yeah, like we were fighting a lot. Like yeah. like not fighting. We say fight. We were bickering about everything. Like we weren't fighting like how dare you? Buddy? We were not fighting like other people in the Corona Vista no, were we fighting. No, we were just like bickering about like listening and responding and yeah. like why like having these like weird cyclical historical like (laughs) arguments about like you know who's listening to what yeah and then here's like you know well i'm having fun why aren't you having fun like let's just make the best of this situation yeah that kind of stuff yeah and it was a rough (laughs) couple of it was a it was it was like a week it was a rough being like it like pretty insufferable to each other (laughs) i was getting up in the morning and just leaving your ass i remember just being like a couple times just being like, go outside. Yeah, yeah. You go, go sit in the pool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Get out of That was kind of rough. And then we were finally getting better. We were already. Better. I mean, what, I mean, right. We're, we're like, I also just mean we were getting better. Yeah. Like, we were like, kind of like figured out how like we had to have like some radical communication, set some ground rules and be like, okay, what's foundationally happening? Why is this not fun? And then we were like, well, has this felt like a vacation thus far? We're here. It was my birthday. It's been in and out of, you know, every day we were like joking and laughing and something cool happened. And every day something really stressful and ridiculous happened and we were fighting and whatever. And then my grandma gave me some money for birthday. She gave me a thousand dollars for my birthday. And she was like, I know you're there and I know like you're, you know, haven't been sick and it was the best birthday present ever. And we were like, well, maybe we should stay that maybe now we should have a vacation. Like we like definitely we were <laughs> like, well, maybe we should just, you know, try to have an experience instead of just like fighting the tide <laughs> of like what's happening. Yeah, yeah. And, and so we decided we were going to go to this, beach town called Yalapa. Yeah. And we're going to save that for next. We're going to talk about Yalapa next week. Right. But right. it was like this kind of revelatory moment where we tested, finally tested negative and we yeah. had the decision between flying home or like extending our stay. Yeah. And we just were like, okay, maybe we can get our podcasting done. On <laughs> yeah. We were still in that mind frame. Yeah, and we were like, and we can, and that'll be cool. Cause it'll really give us a chance to just be out in the middle of nowhere yeah. and work on these, you know, work on this thing. And maybe that'll, that'll happen. And we yeah. were convincing ourselves it would be easy. Yeah. And like, we'll have this, <laughs> I don't 
don't know why we thought it was going to be easy. That was idiotic. Yeah, that was ridiculous. I, it's like, why why would it be easier on a remote island with intermittent Wi-Fi <laughs> like, than it would be like in the middle of a big, inter, like an international city hub? Right, that we're going to record in like three-minute segments on our iPhone. I mean, that was stupid. But we just really were still like, okay, let's have a vacation. And we can just keep podcasting. <laughs> But, yeah, you know, we did, you know, we tested negative. We were able to like, you know, we found Nacho Daddy, right? We found a bunch of like, new we found places. a bunch of fun, cool spots that were super, I guess they're like gringo-y tourist spots, tourist spots, but they were just that's like so everything f- in Puerto Vallarta. And that's like, what's the charm of it? Yeah, you just right. go and, and the people are awesome. Yeah. Everybody's just great. Nacho Daddy is, first of all, there's. It's called Nacho Daddy, and they have amazing nachos. So that's that's, that's well, like they have also lots of different kinds of nachos. Yes. It's like a nacho <laughs> yeah. restaurant. And um, you go in, and the I guess he's the owner. I don't know. It's just like he's just some dude stands up from the bar and is like, "Hey, how are you?" Like he's just there drinking, hanging out. Yeah, it's like, "What's going on? A how big, are you big guys?" Guy, big, big old American dude. He's guy. like, "Where you got? Where you want to sit? You want to sit at the bar? You want to sit over here? You know what are you thinking?" Blah blah blah. And so there's that. And then you sit down and it's you order and it's great. And then you realize, okay, upstairs is there's like a burlesque theater. Right. So you're like, okay, and went upstairs, checked out the burlesque. But then there's still something that's kind of like, what's going on here? And what you realize, or what took me too long to realize, is that it's just an either licensed or unlicensed, official official or or unofficial, (laughs) straight up poker hall. Well, it wasn't just poker. They had people. So yes. There was a ton of people gambling with chips and playing poker. Yeah. But they also had like, I think there was somebody with a mini roulette wheel and they were playing like all kinds of It's a casino. Yeah. Like all types of like kind of travel versions of casino games that you can set up on these big, like they had these eight top tables, these big round eight top tables all over and they were just packed. It was all white people. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Funny. Just where, just where the tourists want to go and gamble with and, each other. And it was in the middle of the day. Like we went there at like four o'clock. I mean, it was still yeah, light outside, yeah, yeah. and like they were just—it was packed with like we were sitting by the window, kind of. I mean, by the it was open air, so yeah. we like got the bar seats that were kind of more outside, which we did the entire time, no yeah, matter even, what the situation was. Yeah, yeah. because it was just. Well, that's psychologically what we, damaging. Yeah, well, that's what we did all the whole time we were in Mexico too, and still ended up getting I don't, whatever. It's whatever it is. It's but whatever. we were, you know, sitting here at the bar, and we're just watching, and it's just like a sea of like people, mostly Americans. Yeah, just like gambling, boomers and Gen Xers, just gambling their and asses having the off. time of their life. <laughs> Screaming, laughing, grabbing each other, <laughs> yeah. like being like teasing each other, trying to compete over who's got the table. <laughs> Muriel was like, you know what we should do? We should come here and set up unstable unicorns because we brought our stupid card game <laughs> to play. And I was like, girl, they are not going to let you sit well, at one of those tables and play anything except for their poker. I was naive about that. I, they were playing lots of different types of gambling games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just didn't. I just saw it as different types of games. It would have been really it didn't clock it that it was actually all gambling. Games. It would have been really, really funny if we sat down and and gambled on unstable unicorns together. I would be I like, wonder- put, put your money down, see who's gonna win. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, people would love that. This is like. What are you- <laughs> 
<laughs> They'll love that. It's going to be so great. Uh, man, we've also found two amazing Amer- like American-style diners down there. Which is just like, it's it's a weird thing. You know, I think Puerto Vallarta is a place of contradictions in mm-hmm, some ways. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it is like a big tourist town. It feels really safe. And you can choose to go to more authentic places. Yeah, and things that clearly the people who live and work there are eating at and going to. Which is mostly like taco trucks and carts yeah. and stuff like yeah. that, which we right. did once and I got the worst food poisoning of my life. So we stayed. Or, so yeah. I couldn't do it because I got so sick last <laughs> yeah. time, even though I do think it was an anomaly because we were sharing the same food, but yeah. I just, something happened to me and I got yeah. worse. Yeah, it was, it, you just like get burned one time and then you just pretty much stop playing with fire. That was the most sick I've yeah. ever been in my life. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm just. <laughs> even worse than the COVID. Yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> I was like in agony when I got, that yeah. thing I was like I locked the door and I wouldn't let anybody come in I was just like <laughs> yeah. like literally just like pooping and vomiting at the same time <laughs> yeah. you were like trying to text me your parents were being so sweet your mom was like I'm going to get your I'm going to go get her medicine and I was like no one is allowed in this room <laughs> I was like go to dinner and leave me alone and I was just like lying there just yeah. like oh yeah right yeah so I was that like, was like our <laughs> one experience like tipping sticking our toes into like the local culture <laughs> Like I think we're sticking to Nacho Daddy. I know. Oh, and your parents warned us. They were like, "You don't go to the taco." Yeah. We were like, "We're going to the taco." <laughs> so we're anyway. adventurous. And you know, after a while, like we've been there at that point for like twenty days or something like that, like like a nice chunk of time. And I was like, I just want some. I just want some like dumb food. Yeah, like some dumb like American food. <laughs> yeah, right. Give me some pancakes, yeah, please. Yeah, give, give me some pancakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so we found like these diners. We were like regulars showing up at these diners. Which was just so great because yeah. we do have one sort of diner in our neighborhood that's f- affordable at all. Yeah. And I just missed that. In Chicago, we, we had like three or four. There was this place we went to that I loved. They were so insanely cheap. In Puerto Vallarta or Chicago? In Chicago. Uh-huh. Like, that was, like, way more of the culture. So, like, yeah. if you felt like, do you want to just get breakfast? Yeah. It was almost the same price as cooking breakfast at home. Yeah, right. You know, except for you just didn't have to do dishes. You do, like, $11 and tip, and you just felt like you got, like, grits and biscuits and eggs. And right. Or just, like, something simple, like eggs mm-hmm. and toast and hash browns yeah. and coffee, and it was still, like, that's what I mean. $7 yeah. a yeah. person. Yeah. Like, out right. in L.A. right now. No, I mean $11 total. Yeah, like you're right. For two people. Yeah. And then, to, yeah, yeah, like out out here in our neighborhood, especially like a breakfast like that. Yeah. At my restaurant that was bacon. And, it was like a like a lumberjack breakfast. So it was eggs, toast. <laughs> Your place should be illegal. It was eggs, toast, <laughs> two eggs, toast, two yeah. pieces of bacon, a sausage patty, uh, one piece of toast and then a handful of potatoes. Right. Like not even that many potatoes, maybe like yeah. two ounces of potatoes. <laughs> yeah. It's like $35. It was literally $20 yeah. for like, and jam. Yeah. And I was just like, when did this happen? Like, yeah, yeah. when did this, when did this switch happen? Well, this- and that's the super expensive place that you work. That's like famous chefs and celebrities are hanging out. But then if you just go to the place next door, that's, you know, a classic LA institution, a 24 hour like Jewish deli, those sandwiches are $20 a piece. Those sandwiches are insane. And same with the other one down at the Grove, Dupar's or whatever. Yeah. It's so expensive. You get like pancakes. It's like $18. Yeah. And it's, so like the, in our neighborhood, you just can't do that. Yeah. So it was just fun to go 
and it was just a they're really like greasy spoon like classic yeah. diners yeah and i was just like whoa <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've right. been like sick and then tired and yeah, then emotionally right. exhausted right so i just wanted to go to like nacho daddy and like johnny's diner <laughs> yeah, right it was That's the best yeah it was awesome <laughs> and the the wait staff was just you know i mean they're you know mexican people living in puerto vallarta and they're exactly like you and me. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's just a different, it's like it culturally, it's just a melting pot. It's yeah. just like when we went to, there's just some cities, you know, you go like even going to Prague where like all of our bartenders were Irish yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everybody spoke English. And I was like, I don't think this is like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is some sort of like quintessential Prague experience, yeah, right. but it was still so fun and yeah. beautiful. And that's yeah. kind of how Puerto Vallarta is. It's like, it, it's so fun and like, easy and safe and beautiful you know one story i don't think we told was when we first landed in puerto vallarta where it's like it's like really busy lot you know the airport is like packed, packed yeah. right and we get out and we get in line for a taxi oh my God. and the lady in front of us <laughs> this is just like exactly what it's like it's yeah. like hey where are you guys going you know because everyone is so pumped to be there and just you start talking to people and she's just like, yeah, no, we've been coming down here for 30 years. My friend's got a, uh, rented a place. She had brought all of her pots and pans and like cooking stuff. Yeah. She was like, you know, this place we rent every year, but they just don't have good kitchen stuff. And we want to do a bunch of cooking. She started like, showing us this <laughs> giant bag she had of like skillets and a hot plate. I was like, what? She, and she's just cool as shit, right? Yeah. But then the other thing that starts happening is different people. They have a bar right outside the airport it has so nothing people, to do with anything it's just a bar it's just it's a bar it's an open air bar at the airport as soon as you step out and just the vast majority of people are going and getting coronas and like getting drunk literally the second they step off a well, plane here's the thing i want to kind of want to set it up a little bit okay so like we get off the plane we have to go through i don't think it's at customs we have to go through customs or immigration or both yeah. yeah so there's so many people yeah just piles of people most of them seem like american or canadian like it's a lot of it's just like you know pretty homogenous yeah, yeah. i'm just like descending on to port of Ireland, yeah right? right yeah and you have to the first thing you do <laughs> like some weird sad stampede i mean it's crazy <laughs> but right? it's fun but it's, it's sad it's very fun. it's not sad it's just but it is like going through those things yeah, like yeah. you know you're in a hallway like when i had to do go through immigrations and customs in bar, like I always tell the story, like when I landed in Spain with my grandma mm. and my mother, and the lights they had turned off the lights, and it was kind of hot, mm -hmm. you know. And we were in this hallway, and it was just taking a long time. Mm -hmm. And I, my grandma and I are really close, and so I know the difference between when she's like ill and like when she's complaining. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just like we were standing in the line, and she's like, she'd been complaining a lot, <laughs> and she goes, "I'm gonna faint." <laughs> And I was like, because she's just mad that we're in line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, you're not going to faint. <laughs> and everybody around us was like, looking at me like I was a monster. Okay. But it's well alert, she didn't faint. So anyway, <laughs> it's like that kind of thing where you're all just like packed in the thing. Everybody's tired. Yeah. Kids are whining. Yeah, yeah. We've been standing too long. We just got off of like, yeah. and you get out and then you have to walk through like this insane, <laughs> like timeshare pitch, like, gallery it's a giant yeah. hallway that's really big it's like one of those old school nickelodeon children's show when it's like run through this hallway while we shoot you with nerf guns and dump a bunch of slime on you right and you're just like you have to get through all these people being like hey do you like tequila here's some shots they're giving out they shots of tequila the, the first time we went through they said hey 
do you want a drink? And we're yeah. like, sure. We're just looking for a taxi. And they're like, oh, great, great. Come over here. And they're like, we'll get you a taxi. And then th- and then they're just selling you timeshares. Yeah, they're getting us a taxi to a timeshare. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's literally what it was. And I was like, we just need to go to our hotel. Well, and even my parents warned us. They were like, just go past all that until you get to this thing. So we thought we had passed it. And then it's just like not over. Well, if you, it's about the size of like a gymnasium. I <laughs> yeah, mean, it's yeah. like really big and yeah. long. And it's like, there's probably, I don't know, 25 different booths of different people trying to sell timeshares and they have enough different tactics that you think like oh this must be the real place to get the taxi right, at right, this point right. we've been going through this all so much and now this guy seems really genuine and like- right and what you see often is like there's a stream now mm-hmm. of we've been there a couple times of people going through who know yeah and people who go through who don't know yeah. and they're just like bewildered and they yeah. see other people are not stopping yeah, yeah, so yeah. like it's this really it feels like people going you know, like going into that, um, the scary tunnel in Willy Wonka, you know, where every like it's like really down the river, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, everybody's just kind of like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. And then you get out. And what's crazy about getting out of the timeshare, like, you know, dungeon yeah. is then, then it opens up and the people who sell you taxis, they pre-sell you taxis. Yeah. So you pay the taxi person to give you a voucher. Yeah. And so they're in exactly the same type of booths as the timeshare people. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's really, it's like you think you're going to go out and get, so then you get this yeah. voucher yeah. and you go outside, there's like hundreds of people trying to get taxis with these vouchers. Yeah. So then you're at these taxi stands yeah. and there's these lines like snaking out. Yeah. And then in the corner is the most insane bar of all time. <laughs> and the reason why we started talking to this lady yeah. is because some drunk lady just pushed us out of the Yeah, way. right, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, she, we were we were drawn together from someone's pushing us. Yeah, she was like, well, you could say excuse me. And she's like, listen, I got a lot of pots and pans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, but people are basically just going and ordering beer and then running around and giving it to their friends. Right. Like in line yeah. in the taxi stands. Right. So they're trying to get wasted in line yeah. waiting for their taxi. Yeah, exactly. And while we were standing there talking to this lady, this poor girl just fuck she just was drunk and she walked and tripped and she fell directly on her face. It's off the curb, off the curb into, into the, the street traffic. where the traffic was. And the and the, and the lady we're talking to goes, Oh man, it must have been all that prosecco she drank. And we go, Oh, was it and she goes, yeah, we, she was on the flight with me. She was being belligerent and annoying and slamming pers- Prosecco. It was probably that. And if it wasn't that, it was probably all the double scotches she ordered after that. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's throwing the train. And <laughs> this other lady was like super like alpha, like yelling and like walking around whistling. with many whistling really loud yeah. and had all these beers and she had beers in holsters like on her thighs and she had, you know she was there with like eight friends and she had gone out and went to the bar and got a bunch of beer and now was like making sure all of her friends had it and she goes yeah that lady was on my plane talking about her divorce and she was just <laughs> like she was getting drunk on the plane you know so like that was and I guess the the I don't know why I brought that up. I mean, th- that's obviously a funny story. That girl bit it so hard. And what was sad about her biting it was... Because I've bit it. I've bit it a lot. We'll talk about that. Muriel, Muriel, <laughs> Muriel 
Muriel took some spills. Like completely sober. <laughs> no, actually, we did talk about it a little bit on yeah, one of the check-ins. Was... That uh, pattern continued yeah. uh, to alarming effect. To alarming effect. Even now, if you stumble a little bit because you've always been kind of clumsy, I'm just now. I'm just like, he, ah! he I just I keep grabbing me. you. Anyway, because you fell. Anyways, we'll talk about that in a <laughs> But the girl fell, and neither her nor the dude she was with had any sense of humor about it. Yeah, it was or just, like kind of care. You know, like he was like, that's annoying. Yeah, he was like, that's annoying. And she was just like, God damn. You know, she was just like a really like, like over it. Yeah. You know, like where, you know, you you want to be like joyful. Like that's the point of this whole thing. She was just like so over it. And he was so over her. And like, it was so (laughs) sad. They started their vacation. It was like, oh, (laughs) she fell into where the taxis directly were pulling up. It was too much. Yeah. The whole thing was just couples fighting. That was another thing too, is anytime I felt bad about us, fighting i was just like think back to like all the other couples that we had just been around who were fighting the whole time the entire time i mean it was so funny people would just be like uh oh man it was crazy listening to people fight because it was seemed very similar to what we were arguing about it's just like well, the other guys in Corona Vista, I mean, they were their style of fighting was much different than ours, but they were like, I'm just trying to order food and you won't let me do it. I mean, it was specifically about what we were fighting about. Yeah. I mean, and I think it all really did come down to communication on vacation. That's yeah, like the yeah. only time you fight. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. not like really. I mean, I don't want to. Obviously, I'm not like speaking for everyone, yeah, yeah. but like it's definitely like we came up with that term radical communication when we were making ourselves miserable the first night we were in Sicily. Well, right. Because we had gotten into a really horrible fight one night in Prague and it was one of, it was was, one of the worst fights we had ever had. And then we, we worked our way out of it and it was okay. And then the rest of the trip was good. But then our first night in Sicily, like within like an hour we were gearing up, up to have to, a similar to, ha- art to have a similar type of fight and you just go you just said you just you're you called me radically uncommunicative <laughs> and i just stopped in my tracks and the flood of what happened in prague came over me and i was like we're gonna nip this in the bud right now uh, we're in, I'm going to, we're inventing something called radical communication, <laughs> which we did a whole Patreon episode about whenever we put that out a hell long ago. And anyways, that's worked for us ever since. And this, we were put to the test on, on, on this trip at, at certain times. I don't think we got to the point, like when we were in Sicily, but we were under a different set of circumstances in Sicily where like we were just there to explore for yeah. the most part yeah. and then we had brought our equipment with us so we had something to record with <laughs> yeah right and so like we knew we were going to record but like edit it later and we had yeah, a yeah. schedule yeah so it was like that was a lot easier and i was just trying to really experience this Lee, so yeah. i wasn't really tripping yeah once we got over the hub of like radical communication you know, we have our things, you know, yeah. we're like, I'm short on patience and you're short on words. And we just like <laughs> really get into some kind of crazy, like cyclic, like cyclone of nothingness. Yeah, yeah. But this one kind of persisted, I think, because I like it, we had a new set of something to like, it's the cat. It's yeah. The internet. We have to change rooms. Right. You know, it's like our passports, our passports, you know. 
It's freaking the interview with the vampire. <laughs> it's my cholesterol. Like, oh my God. It was just like, so I think we kept fighting, but eventually <laughs> we got home. <laughs> eventually it ended. <laughs> no, it was, it was just the weirdest thing. Cause every day we fought and every day we had some magic, a magical thing happened. We was were just amazing. struggling against each other. I don't know what that <laughs> yeah. was. I don't like calling it fighting. I yeah. think it's more like bickering or sort of like, those things were like sometimes we can go like a really long time i feel like without any friction yeah and then it's maybe going every day where you have like a few times a day where one of us or both of us is just like having to take deep breaths to be able to communicate with the other person <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like slow down and be like i need <laughs> Like, it's not really fighting, but it's a lot of like, okay. Yeah, it's like, this is deep unhappiness and we have to figure it out. Like, that's the thing though. You were, I feel like I'm in a gentle, like loving way. Yeah. You know, you got a little bit like catch me, I'm falling. Yeah. You got way dramatic over it. Because like, I remember you talking about like, well, (laughs) the way you were talking about it was like, we finally, you know, I'm finally starting to. You know, it was so hard. It was so <laughs> horrible. And I was like, it wasn't that hard. <laughs> yeah, like, we right, were in a hotel. Like, yeah, yeah. We, like, yeah, like yeah. you know, there was a pool. Like, we went out to dinner. Yeah. You know? I know, I know. I it know. was like, I think there was a point where I felt, <laughs> I think you felt it was more dramatically, like, miserable, miserable <laughs> than I did. Like, I think you let yourself just, like, feel all your feels about I like, completely whatever. did because I, yeah. I remember listening to you a couple times on the trip and be like are you like you have to stop <laughs> like it's not that bad well we did <laughs> <laughs> absolutely I mean, we did make the decision to go to Yalapa and extend our trip and that that was a whole other that was a whole other chapter which we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about that next week I would definitely say I cannot wait to talk about this yeah. with you what? and everyone because yeah. oh, Yalapa, Yalapa was yeah, yeah. wild AF. <laughs> I had such a fun time. Uh, and also, like, we, I mean, we did an episode about this for Muriel's Murders for that Patreon. Yeah. But, like, we found crazy like weird shit going on underneath the surface yeah. and like politics like it was really crazy yeah yeah so yeah. it's i i will remember that uh, uh that episode is going to be really fun we're bringing that to you next monday and we also did a bunch of uh like cell phone check-ins during that time yeah which, uh, uh, which, some of them are were pretty faded i feel like i'm i'm not putting all of them in <laughs> okay. but there's some choice ones so you guys will get <laughs> a little tableau of uh yalapa nice all right Bye. <laughs> Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Thank you for listening. It is so sweet to be back with you guys. You guys are amazing. Bongo missed you right now. He's in his little uh, like cat place where we when we podcast. He's, <laughs> yeah, just, like, he's just like I have to get away from these humans talking. He's like in a ball in the corner, <laughs> <laughs> trying to block us out. Life is good, and we love you. Yeah. Okay. See, see you soon. soon. Bye. Tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. 
I'm Brian Husky. I'm bald. And I'm Charlie Sanders, and I'm also bald. And we host Bald Talk on the Campfire Media Network. Bald Talk is the podcast where two bald comedians talk to anyone bald about being bald. But this show isn't just for baldies, Brian. Harrows will love it, too. Bald Talk gets into vulnerability, vanity, insecurity, and self-acceptance, reminding us that we all have our respective bald spots. Not that bald spots are a bad thing. No way. I mean, my entire head is one big bald spot. It is one huge, beautiful bald spot, Charlie. Get Bald Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, I I have like a little bit of hair, but not like you. Like you're really bald. I'm truly bald. Great. I mean, it's I'm great. balder than it. you. You are balder than me. Only on Bald Talk. Campfire.